Welcome to the Purdue Dairy Digest. I'm Dr. Jackie Borman. Today on the Dairy Digest, we will talk about vitamin supplementation on dairy farms. In late 2017 and early 2018, there were some disruptions in the vitamin market that caused prices to increase dramatically. These increases were up to six times the typical cost for some vitamins that need to be supplemented to dairy cattle. This led to people prioritizing which animals should get full vitamin supplementation and which animals could maybe take a little less vitamin supplementation without seeing very negative effects. Most of the time, this meant that heifers and uh, lactating cows would receive a little bit less vitamins where we still wanted to maintain full vitamin supplementation to our dry cows. Some farmers and nutritionists may have made these reductions and because vitamins are still expensive and milk prices have not improved very much, they may still be feeding less vitamins than they have in the past and even less than the, the NRC would recommend. So a little review of vitamins for ruminants. We typically supplement vitamin A, D, and E to cattle. If cattle are grazing, they may not require vitamin D because skin cells can synthesize vitamin D when exposed to sunlight. Fresh forage will also contain more vitamins than preserved forages, grains, or byproducts. Supplemental vitamin A requirements are 50 IUs per pound of body weight, and supplemental vitamin E requirements are 0.3 IUs per pound of body weight for lactating cows, and even more for dry cows at 0.7 IUs per pound of body weight. Short-term recommendations from Dr. Bill Weiss were that lactating cows can take up to 50% less than the NRC requirement for vitamin A and E for a couple of months without seeing many negative effects. However, again, he stated this is only for a couple of months and should not be done long-term. Vitamin A, D, and E are all fat-soluble vitamins, so they will be digested fairly efficiently in cattle in the small intestine where fat is digested. And an important thing for calves is that colostrum contains high amounts of vitamins and um, that's important because vitamins don't transfer very efficiently in utero. So this is really the first time that the calf is going to receive a huge dose of those vitamins, which would be important in early life. If cows are not supplied with adequate vitamins during pregnancy, they will not be able to concentrate those vitamins into colostrum. So then we're, if we're not supplementing enough to the cow, she's not going to be able to provide enough into the colostrum for those calves, and that's where we start seeing some issues in calves. Vitamin E acts as an antioxidant, and there's very little storage in the body, so it needs to be supplemented pretty routinely. In cattle, if they have marginal vitamin E deficiency, it can cause lower immune function and increase susceptibility to disease. It can also cause reduced growth rates and reduced milk production. If a calf is deficient in vitamin E, calves may develop white muscle disease where they're not able to stand or suckle. And then forages are rich in vitamin E, and some farms may be a little bit short on forage this year because of the growing conditions. So they may be feeding less vitamin E in forages than they typically feed. So what we want to make sure that we do is that you check that you're supplementing enough supplemental vitamin E, especially to our dry cows, in order to prevent issues in your cows and also in your calves. So take the time to reevaluate your diets to assess vitamin concentrations to make sure you're not causing any long-term negative effects in your herd. If you are a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us in iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and you can listen to this podcast at your own time. 
Thank you.